Hello, hello, and welcome to Rookie Lap. My name is Painter, and my pronouns are she, they. And I'm Smitty, and my pronouns are she, her. We're here to talk hockey and what comes with it. We're not gatekeepers. We welcome fans new and old. We're also not insiders, so take most, if not all, of what we say with a grain of salt. All links and sources we mention will be linked on our blog, wikilap.wordpress.com. Also, follow us on Twitter. It's uh, at wikilap. <laughs> at wikilap, yep. And technically Instagram, which again, I have not had time to update. Eh, Twitter's more fun. Um, <laughs> happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. <laughs> to, all, to all of our it's, friends out there celebrating. Um, I, I am, personally. I know it's a little bit late, but happy Pride. Yeah. It is, but you know, yeah. hey, it's it's still June, so yes, yeah, that is true. So that is true. happy, happy are, Pride, to all those celebrating. We are fun. having a good time. Yeah, or I at least trying to. We are. This is technically my my first Pride out. So that is fun. Congratulations! Congratulations! To me. Congratulations, Smitty. Ah, uh, thank you. It's very yeah. exciting. Yeah. So uh, it'll be. It's been fun seeing all of the rainbows that my mom has. It's <laughs> <laughs> just out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're taking this a bit more seriously. <laughs> well, considering how your mother is, yeah. this does not surprise me in the slightest. No, no. Uh, she's, she's all in all the time, so. Which I respect. Yeah, it it's just you know you'd think after however many years of being a mom you'd just be tired and be like you know my kids can hand like can celebrate themselves and I can support them in that no it's like I'm gonna also celebrate you a lot more than you've ever celebrated yourself. Well, I feel like it's <laughs> a mom's job to be the personal hype man. Yes, my mom, my mom's very good at that, so. And, like, every mom's a different level of hype man, but, mm-hmm. like, your mom is, yeah. is, the she's a hype woman. Oh, yeah. And she takes it very, very seriously. She, she does. Uh, and, you know, like, she, yeah. she would uh, just, you know, she, she would be the peak hype woman on a 90s hip-hop stage i just 100 she would she did she did once do radio by the way i think she would have a great fun with that she did yeah so shout out to smitty's mom for being the best mom um i hope actually i mean mother's day did just happen father's day is coming um for those who do celebrate if you don't it's all right happy sunday um Still get a Sunday, so well, it'll be a Sunday. Um, but yeah, so I I start today, right? Yes. Okay. We got some men's news going on. Obviously, the playoffs are happening. Congratulations to that. I guess um, things are happening. Uh, we've got lots uh, of things. Yeah, the Colorado Avs Avalanche. I almost a Colorado Avs, and I was like, wait. Um, well, I mean, you could say that, but it doesn't sound exactly right. So the Colorado Avalanche are going to the Stanley Cup final, which no one's surprised about. Yeah. Um, the more interesting side of things in the East, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers still battling it out. Um, it That one will be interesting, but either way, it's going to be a very physical Stanley Cup final. So 
congrats to all of us. Um, yeah. Yeah. What else? What else we got going on in news? Well, let's see. Uh, Bruce Cassidy got fired. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That was the, uh, that's, you know, just, I, I don't know. I, that was something that happened and you had to read it a few times to be like, I thought I was being punked. I, I thought, so I first, when I first got like the news on Twitter, because I happened to be Mm. on Twitter at the time. Um, I saw it and I was like, that's, that's, that's a parody account. You know, those parody accounts that have mm. like Connor McDavid traded for a bowl of chips or whatever, you know, the, that kind of stuff. Like I thought it was one of those. Mm-hmm. It was not. No, um, it was a legitimate, uh, yeah. Yeah. And there's it, I, a, a lot, a lot of questions that the hockey world, but particularly, obviously Boston fans are asking, mm-hmm. um, I've never, I'm a huge fan of um, Pete Blackburn and his trolling everyone, just in general. Love that for him. But you know it's really bad when he tweets something serious. Where he's like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. But like, a serious what the fuck, you know? So, you know you know it's bad when I, that happens. I'm just, I'm trying to understand where the logic comes from to fire bruce cassidy yeah i don't i don't see any personally and i haven't met anyone who does have the logic like all the other stuff aside that like a coach and firing a coach is not gonna make your 23 man team magically be better yeah um it takes much more than that Mm -hmm. all that aside Bruce Cassidy is not a bad coach. No, he's... I... The Boston Bruins did a kindness to every other team looking for a coach. They really did. They really did. Yeah. And this this in many ways reminds me of Barry Trotz just very suddenly being fired. Yeah. Like, oh, this... This really good coach who has the respect of his locker room mm-hmm. and, like, the players love him and they respond well to him and he knows what he's doing. And regardless of how you may feel about Boston in general, because I know I have many feelings about many different teams, yep. regardless of that, he's a good coach and you yeah. just, you fired him. Yeah. And we did, we talked about this when Barry Trotz was fired. It I am really confused. sets up a precedent that, like, no one's going to want to go there. Yeah. Like, if Bruce Cassidy's not safe. Then literally nobody is safe. Right. Like, who are you going to get that is better than Bruce Cassidy? And I, it, I mean, Barry Trotz obviously is out there right now. But to be honest, he could already be committed to a team. We just don't know. He's probably already committed to a team because a guy like Barry Trotz doesn't stay out on the market very long. Right. So you're not trying to make a move for him, most likely. So what? Yeah. You know? What? Uh, what? Yeah. And that, so. and suddenly, to me, that puts a lot more stock in all of the trade rumors for their big names. Mm-hmm. Like... I rolled my eyes at Pasternak being traded, like, two days ago. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, but wait a second. (laughs) 
Right. I don't, but I, I mean, okay, so this is not the case. I can already tell you that this isn't, but it's a thought that I just had. Um, so obviously we have Vegas out here who has been quiet recently, mostly because they shot themselves in the foot. Oh, um, yeah, they embarrassed the <laughs> fuck out of themselves. Right, but they've been throwing money and people around like it's nothing. And it is a dangerous thing to do that other teams see and are like, oh, yeah. I can do that. Like, why do I? Why, why, why am I respectful of this coach? You know, like, I want to yeah. see a change and I don't want to admit that it's me, so... Even though it's definitely you. Oh, yeah. And everyone knows it's you. Mm-hmm. And you know it's you. But you mm-hmm. can't admit that because then you can't, you'd have to fire yourself. Um, and no one really likes doing that unless they have a backup plan. If you don't have a backup plan already set up, you know. Um, but And on top of the fact, who knows what Bergeron's going to do. Right. I saw, I don't know if this was real. I could have either dreamed it or someone could have made it up, but... Bruce Cassidy saying that he wants to take Bergeron with, with him. I saw that too. Okay. And I didn't look further into it. Yeah, I, I just saw like, it and went, okay. <laughs> yeah, I went, oh. All right. But, I mean, it, it First of all, dude's 36. It's probably time right. for him to, yeah. not to act like he's Maybe geriatric, he, right, but like. Well, yeah, and I was like, it was one of those like, oh, okay. But then I was like, well, what does Bergeron think? Have you asked Patrice? Like, he's yeah. sitting at home right now going, I kind of like sitting at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably, I'm, I like sitting at home. This is kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, talk to me later. <laughs> Don't bring me up. <laughs> yeah. Like, free agency hasn't even right. started yet. Leave but me alone. I think the biggest, the biggest thing, the biggest sign will be is if Jake DeBrusque still does want to be traded. Um, because yeah. if he still does want to be traded, then, I mean, and it's very public what happened to him and what has been happening to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt very much to me and from what I could kind of gather that they think that firing Cassidy will fix that problem when that wasn't Cassidy, it wasn't really Cassidy's issue to begin with, but you know, um, but at the same time, like if, if Jake DeBrusque is still like, now nah, I want to leave. Yeah. Like, then you fired a coach and your young talent wants to leave. And you have 40-year-olds on your roster. Like, what are you doing? So. I am concerned for the Boston Bruins front office just because they seem to be making these choices lately that, um... What the fuck, bud? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, uh, why the fuck, bud? Um, because it, it's giving early 2000s Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't like it um, mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. So, Boston fans, that sucks, bud. Mm-hmm. Uh... Hope y'all get a good coach, but it ain't gonna probably beat Cassidy. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Why do I have this weird feeling they're gonna like dig into the AHL for it though, like they're trying to do for has for like other coach replacements right now? It's just I if don't they like if it. they yeah I mean if they do though I feel bad for that coach 
That's beyond, a tough environment to come into. Yeah. Beyond the fans, because, I mean, they had a good coach. You know, like, they had a good coach that they trusted. And as far as we could tell that the players trusted, at least some players, maybe more than others, there's some speculation about that, um, which I can get into later. But it, it's like they had – you had a solid coach, and you mm-hmm. – got rid of him and you're gonna bring someone up from the ahl in boston yeah like it just it just seems like something that would happen mm-hmm. yeah, somehow yeah, yeah. i don't know it's either gonna be that or a right hand man situation again like it was with the islanders yeah yeah both situations are dumb mm-hmm. if you ask me yeah especially in a town like as you said boston mm-hmm bruh right yeah I don't. Ew. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on there. I'll talk a little bit more about it later in our dumb take section. Oh, um, yeah. I have thoughts about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, other news that we have is uh, that, uh, so the Colorado Avalanche, like I did say, they won the Western Conference. Good for them. Mm-hmm. However, uh, they touched the trophy. Now, um, I'm not superstitious, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm a little stitious. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like and it, and it to me, I don't know how to say this, but it it's not necessarily a superstition for me. It's about the tradition. Mm-hmm. We're like years and years and years and years. There's a tradition that you don't touch the conference final cup trophy, whatever you want to call it, or yeah, or the Eastern. If I said what, yeah, you don't touch the conference final because then it it poses bad luck for the actual Stanley Cup, which is the cup that you want. Um, and that's a tradition. It's a, it's a superstition, but it's also a tradition because some players probably would have been happy <laughs> to touch it. Um, they just didn't because they knew that that was what what you did, right? Yeah. So. That's it's, true. It's just, it's one of those, like, not only are you breaking superstition, but you're breaking tradition and there's a part of me, and I mean, the Avs, I can say this without really being like, allegedly, the Avs are full of themselves. So it just feels yeah, like... Yeah, that's not an alleged thing. That's yeah, a... Yeah, it feels like that, where it's like, they have so much confidence that they're going to get the Stanley Cup, that they don't have to worry about breaking the tradition or superstition of touching the Conference Cup. Yeah, now before somebody else says it, yes, Sidney Crosby did touch the cup in mm-hmm. 2009, but yeah. that is solely because this crazy-ass motherfucker didn't touch it the previous year, and they lost, so he went full uh, send it. Yeah, he, I see. Okay, yeah, and that's Sidney Crosby. That's, that's Sidney Crosby. He's not a little stitious. <laughs> he's, he's not even superstitious. <laughs> he is... Ultra? He has problems. Um... <laughs> Yeah. He does. He does. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll incite that internet yeah. wrath. Oh no. Okay. He does. He, yeah, there's there's something OCD about his superstitions that just like need therapy. Yeah, I really do think he needs therapy, like some yeah. serious therapy. I I'm concerned for the man. Yeah. That's a bit too much. But mm-hmm. yeah. And especially doing that, like I mean, yeah. It's just yeah. I can see the Uno reverse card logic I, there. Yes, I definitely can. It is 
insane. But also for a man like Sidney Crosby, like that is literally the only reason that he did it. He right. was like, you know what? Yeah. This, I didn't touch it last year. Yeah. I stayed far away from it. This year, I'm going to touch it. And it worked. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So we're in a different situation than that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it is definitely interesting. I remember I saw the picture and it, and again, I am not superstitious. I'm not even. But you're a little stitious. Well, I'm, I'm a little stitious, but only about myself. Like I don't. Okay, pause. What? Pause. You believe in ghosts? Only, only a little. I don't know. It's, it depends on the day and my mood. <laughs> you don't. But just... that's not a superstition to me. Yes, it is. That's not. That's not to, to me. It isn't. That's not a superstition. A super. Well, like a superstition to me is like. I've got to do something or something has to happen. It's more of an OCD thing, I guess. Like something has to happen in a certain way or good things aren't going to... That's a superstition to me. As opposed to just like a belief in ghosts. Well, I'm not saying it's specifically the belief in ghosts, but it's... Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I don't believe you when you say you're not superstitious anyways i'm I'm superstitious about myself but like yeah that's ocd bud exactly uh but like so but when so when i see like when sydney crosby when we talk about sydney crosby like Eh. in his superstitions i'm like i can't i can be like i understand it but also i'm like that sounds a little bit crazy like i need you like this is a lot but it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable i guess is the way that I'm trying to frame it, but mm. when I saw the abs touching the t- touching the conference cup, it made me uncomfortable because it just it was it was very it was just wrong. But not in a, for me, it was just like it felt like an ownership kind of thing as opposed to like a breaking of a superstition kind of thing. If that makes sense. No, but I also understand at the same time. I suppose. Oh, well, thank you for understanding even. If, um, oh, uh, some news that I, uh, that, uh, just happened. Uh. uh, the Buffalo Sabres have acquired goaltender Ben Bishop in a seventh round pick in the 2022 <laughs> NHL draft from the Dallas Stars in exchange for future considerations. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, Pierre, Pierre Lebrun, who knows everything. Uh, tweeted, Bishop's cap hit his, is higher than his actual salary season. Sabres get a free asset and a seventh round pick and get a cap hit from Bishop's remaining year on his deal that helps them get to the cap minimum floor next season. And insurance is covering most of Bishop's actual cash left. Lord. Uh, that's messy. Well, they do need to actually get at the minimum floor before they can start actually yeah. snatching it up still some feels, It's still messy. Agents. Like oh yeah, imagine, I mean imagine having this having to sign a goalie that's retired, uh-huh. uh huh, just to hit the minimum floor. Uh, I also love that my favorite player is being traded again. Future considerations. Glad to see that <laughs> yeah. you're continuing your journeyman status, my guy. Happy Honestly. to see it. Yeah. Having a good time. We're making it to the Dallas Stars now. Now sometimes, that's fun. Yeah, and sometimes it's hard to it's hard to keep up sometimes. You know, you'll see Dallas you know, Dallas Stars has future considerations and suddenly they're in Seattle. 
Yeah. You know? Well, I think really what it is is that there's a twin. Oh, okay. I think there's a twin and there's an evil twin and then an eviler twin. So it's really triplets. We're getting into some soap opera <laughs> shit. <laughs> so it's really triplets. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So what's going on in women's hockey? Okay. So first... Uh, once again, women are showing that they're awesome. Of course. Specifically, Marie Philip Poulin. Poulin, yeah. Poulin, I don't know. Um, is now a has now joined the lovely ranks of being a consultant or part of a NHL team. In this case, she is joining part time as a player development consultant. For the Montreal Canadiens. Right. Which I find very fun. Yeah. And that makes sense, you know, being captain of Canada and mm-hmm. what have you. Going for, you know, I don't want to say the Canada team because there's six of them. But mm-hmm. one of the once upon a time primo Canada teams. Uh, not so much these days, but hopefully they make it, you know, they, they turn it around. Mm-hmm. Now that they're, you know, getting some new front office people, look at me saving that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I find it really exciting because it's a nice turn in the direction that we want to see, where mm-hmm. we're seeing more women involved in the NHL right. and in particularly important roles because mm-hmm. we do have women involved in the league, obviously. Right. But it's nice to see former players in particular um, – Although Marie Philip Poulin is still going to continue her career since she's only part time, yeah. Um, but it's nice to see players, former and otherwise, be involved in the sport because mm-hmm. to me it shows progress. Um, yeah. Particularly, like I said, in a larger role because, like for instance, uh, I can think of off the like off the top of my head, but it's also in this article. Um, you have. Players like Haley Wickensteiner, mm-hmm. who's on the Toronto Maple Leafs now mm-hmm. uh, in 2018. And then there's, you know, Megan Daga, who's been working with player development for the New Jersey Devils for a bit. Like, there's all different kinds of pieces that are moving around, and we just love to see it. Yeah. I just love to see and it. And ju- uh, just because the the one week that this, well, two weeks, I guess, that um, this, this happened, mm-hmm. we, we didn't cover... It was our mental health break, but yeah. I wanted to give a shout out um, to Chloe Primerano. Primerano. Mm-hmm. Primerano. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it. My not apologies. Sure. She's 15, um, and she is the first female skater ever drafted to the Canadian Hockey League. Um, we love it. Yep. She's so she's going to be in the WHL, the Western Hockey League, and she so she she's the first woman. Woman, woman, playing in, woman, uh, <laughs> playing, playing uh, in, woman? The Cana- in, yeah, the Canadian Hockey League, which there's three, basically, leagues that go in there, but, um, and that's where a lot of NHL prospects come out of, so it'll be, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see her career, both as a, like, a, in the women, women's sport, if she ends up playing in the women's leagues, um, or if she manages to fight some men off for some positions and stick around in the men's leagues. So, shout out Chloe, who is I'm really 15. excited. 
That's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Kids getting drafted at 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, My I know. God. Go to school. Right? <laughs> God. I, yeah. Not to be, like, old, <laughs> but go to school. Yeah. Right. Where are your parents? But also, congratulations. Yes. Um, love that for you. Love that for the sport. Love that mm-hmm. for women in the sport in particular. Um, I love seeing women involved, especially at all levels of hockey, but I love seeing it at like the outreach level, but also at the more hands-on and involved in the process level. So we Mm -hmm. love all of the things. Now, speaking of all of the other things that we love about women's hockey, there is once again another tournament that is happening, in particular, the World Championships Nice. That we missed for two years. Yep. Well, really, yeah, two years. We'll say two years. Mm -hmm. Um, The under-18s, in particular, in Mm -hmm. Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yeah. Anyway, that started. I would hope so. That's the Madison I know. (laughs) It's in Wisconsin. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I am very tired. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This has been going on for since the 6th like it started this week or this week yeah now there's a lot of stuff that we could talk about with the under 18s um because i just love talking about uh championship hockey and i love talking about uh world championship hockey in particular just because it's so fun and there's just so much that goes into it it's just a great time Mm -hmm. um shout out to team usa whooping canada's butts the other day but more particularly (laughs) Uh, Slovakia did a pretty cool thing. Oh, yeah? We'll come back to to Team USA in a second because I am clearly a homer. Um, But Slovakia managed to, first of all, they were finally into the World Championships after um, Russia was suspended. Mm -hmm. So they got their chance this yep. time around, and they made it to the quarterfinals for the first time in the country's history. Wow. Because they needed to score four goals to advance, uh-huh. and they managed to do so, which I find very fun. And they did it with a 6-2 win over Germany. Oh, nice. Yes. And I'm just very excited to see a country that just got into the World Championships in 2020 mm-hmm. and is already making some noise and shaking things up. And that makes me very happy because yeah. hockey, as much as I love it, has a tendency to have the most boring outcome possible. Yeah. And just like it will would be I still if watch the it? Avs win the yeah. cup. That's the most boring outcome you could have. That is the most boring outcome possible. And I say that with a team trying to get, what is this, their their third? They're trying to three-peat? Frankly, the entire, you know what, I'm going to say something mean. You can cut this out if you want to. The entire Stanley Cup final (laughs) is going to be the most boring outcome possible, regardless of who goes into the the game. I don't care (laughs) if it's the Rangers or Tampa at this point. It's going to be the most boring outcome possible. Because if the Avs win, yay, Kronk is going to destroy your franchise. Mm -hmm. And then if Tampa wins, I'm never going to stop hearing about (laughs) three-peat. From you and every other Tampa fan that I know, which is an unfortunate (laughs) amount. I'm sorry. I hey, I'm 
usually pretty good Shush. about it. I mean, yeah. Anyway, women's hockey. Okay. Ugh. Sorry. Although, um, I would uh, prefer one team over the <laughs> other. Yeah. But I'm going to keep that to myself for now. Anyway. Okay. Smitty knows who I'm talking about. It's okay. Anyway, women's mm-hmm. hockey is great, and I love it. Yeah, and that's yeah. Congratulations to you, Slo- the Slovakian women's team. That's that is it's it's impressive mm-hmm. in its own in its own right, and it's out. Yeah, it, it's just it's nice to see growth. So, yes. Yeah. Yes, we absolutely love to see it. Yeah. And they have a game up against, I believe, Canada today. Oh so Good luck to them. I hope it goes well. I don't know if they'll, you know, advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't want to get too too optimistic, but I hope regardless it is fun, they have a good time, yeah. and they don't, you know, get their ass beat. Yeah. And everyone is safe. No yes. one gets hurt. Yes. So we don't want anyone getting hurt. Um, also, shout out to Finland and Team USA already qualifying for the semifinals. I think that's also very cool. Oh, nice. Yes. That is nice. They're just vibing. Hey, you know, sometimes if it's your team vibing, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. You want to talk about some sticks? Yeah. Let's talk about sticks. Sticks? Let's talk about sticks. So every player has to have a stick. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, they do. So this is rule 10. All of the rules regarding sticks, um, and I've learned interesting things about the stick rules. There always seems to be that rule. I feel like that rule had mm-hmm. a lot of lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, it, you can also, it's also one that I think people learn about a lot more often just because, you know, between sticks being broken, mm-hmm. you know, stick, um, regulations, things like that. You hear more about rules being broken regarding sticks, whether the player or coaches or bench staff meant to break it or not. It's just like, there's a lot of things that they have to do with these sticks. And in a quick game like hockey, sometimes you don't remember all of rule 10. Yeah. And there's a lot to it. Also, hockey players are obsessed with their sticks. Oh yeah. Which could be a euphemism, but it's not. Um, they are very particular. Some of them won't even take a teammate's stick if there's breaks. Like, they're ridiculous. And uh, I think not necessarily to combat the ridiculousness, but to sort of help regulate the ridiculousness, we have Wool 10. Mm-hmm. So, Wool 10, I think perhaps my favorite part is that they're like, hey, your blade can't be longer than 63 inches unless yeah. you are taller than six foot six. Yeah. Then and, well, you can have a longer blade. <laughs> I, I like that particularly because obviously in the NHL, these are men. Mm-hmm. They're going to lie about their heights as much as possible. So if they actually do have like a longer stick... That means they yeah. actually are above 6'6", six, six, as opposed to just saying that, like, yeah, this is 6'6", six, six, sure. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> hockey players definitely lie about their Oh, about their most height. definitely. Men also just in yeah, general just, just lie to, about yeah. their height. But, like, there's definitely times where, like, I, like, you know, you look at 
two players that like both say they're six foot and you're like one of you is definitely taller than the other and if i can tell just by looking at you yeah that's more than an inch <laughs> yeah like one of you is definitely 510 and right. the other is maybe and there's nothing like, wrong with being 510 no there is nothing wrong with being 510 you're not even the shortest player in the league when you're 510 no he is 57 right yes okay yes he is hey cole what's up friend (laughs) (laughs) what's up hobbit (laughs) oh he is actually called that right he's called bill no yes he is he's actually called hobbit so if you did not Um, know that, that was not me being mean. That is actually his nickname. That is actually his nickname. Um, yeah. I promise. <laughs> but I also get to call him that because I am a staggering five feet tall. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the the to to put it in perspective, the uh, hockey stick that I have that is a game used hockey stick that I paid way too much money for um, is taller than me. Wow. So anyway. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, mm. uh, well, I think yeah, it's it's taller than or just about taller than me. It's kind of sad. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yep. so this goes into pretty extreme detail as to like the curvature, mm-hmm. and that's when you hear if you've ever heard a player announcer, a reporter talk about like the flex or the curve of a guy's stick. That's what they're talking about. Because um, it can't be more than, what, like, three-fourths of an inch or something to that effect. But there are definitely guys that uh, have oh, illegal yeah. sticks in that regard. Oh, no. um, yeah, yeah. And they often have to pay fines for them. Mm-hmm. Because they can't tell them not to use the stick. It's just uh, you have to f- deal with the consequences of using said stick. Yeah. And... Like, every player has a very specific curve. I would hate to be an equipment manager. Like, I know those guys must really love their job because, to me, that would be the most stressful thing in the world, trying to prepare these guys' sticks Mm -hmm. and making sure they're just right and then to, like, fuck it up and suddenly, like, Sidney Crosby is screaming at me. I think I'd cry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd shank them and I and I would cry. <laughs> so like it just wouldn't be great. Also, if you've ever wondered why goalies, um, if you've ever seen in games, I don't know if you've noticed this, Smitty, but like sometimes mm-hmm. in games, when the goalie's stick flies out their hand and you just one, you want to super glue it to their glove, um, but then guys like can't pick up the stick. Mm-hmm. And give it to them. It's literally in the rules that they're not allowed to do that. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, they're not allowed to like shoot the stick at him or anything. And pretty much because I feel like that is up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Even just like a gentle nudge with your stick could, depending on who the ref is, uh, assess you a bench minor. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticks. I mean, yeah, it is. Obviously, sticks are very important to the game of hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of mention of bench miners in this rule. Yeah, and, and they are, this rule can be overwhelming for, yeah. especially in the moment where, you know, your natural instinct is like, oh, I dropped that. should pick it up. Yeah. But, you know, so it's, 
you'll see you, you end up seeing a lot more like stick bench miners and you they don't tell us about the fines because we hear about like player safety fines and mm. stick fines are not necessarily a safety issue yeah. so we don't hear about them but there are players who get fined essentially every game for mm-hmm. their sticks there are players who get fined for their gloves to be fr- oh, like yeah. there are players that get fined for just about every piece of equipment and it's because these guys are like no i've played with this same stick for like 15 type of stick for 15 years you're not going to get me to stop playing with this type of stick fuck you like they're very yeah they're very respect their hockey players are strange Mm -hmm. um i just find it very interesting as well that when a goalie like when their stick is broken they can use a skater stick Mm mm-hmm but a skater can't use a goalie stick. <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, they're very, very different. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But right. I just love that it's very specifically like if you use a goalie stick, you will get a bench miner. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it's one of the, it's the, you know, don't, don't poop in the pool signs where, yeah. you know, it must have happened before. Like something had happened for there to be this sign, so... <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> and you kind of like, what happened? <laughs> There's also a two-and-a-half-page uh, explanation about stick measurement. hmm Now, I feel like it's quite literally just a dick-measuring contest, uh, <laughs> it felt like it felt like that reading it or I was like oh my god this is a dick measuring contest like at some point somebody was like he has an illegal stick he shouldn't be allowed to da 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 yeah and so they finally said all right you know what fine y'all want to have this stick measuring shit you get it once a game mm-hmm. and it can also be before a penalty shot mm-hmm. maybe and if you don't get it right then if the complaint's not sustained you're gonna get a bench minor Fuck you! <laughs> like, yeah, it's like yeah. damn. Okay, like I, I kind of wish they would do that in other sports. There are other sports where basically another team can challenge like another the other team's equipment over and over and over again. And in other sports, it's not seen as it's like if someone did that in the NHL, like let's face it, they'd be made fun of. Like yeah, what are you doing? Like, what? Um, but, yeah. you know, but in other sports, they just keep doing it. And you're like, okay, you need to calm down. Like, yeah, this much, like, you know, an, ec- an extra inch here or whatever is not gonna ma- give them so much of an advantage that you're gonna lose, like, yeah. just because of that. So you need to calm down. Um, but I'm sure there are people out there measuring sticks way more often than needs to happen (laughs) oh there are definitely people out there measuring sticks way more often than Mm -hmm. needs to happen and they're measuring them against each other very often and we really notice it you know on the highway with the really loud trucks oh yeah (laughs) so yeah what's also i think the lifted clean trucks yes yes Yeah. yeah yes that uh took off their muffler yeah to be if cool. you have one of those no 
<laughs> you were nicer about it than I would be. Well, uh, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, just, no. Don't. No. Don't. Just stop that. Don't go Please on residential roads. Also, if you're going to use your brights. Yeah, no, if you don't use your brights. Don't do it on residential streets. A little, <laughs> a little Especially punch. when it's dark. Yep. People are trying to sleep. Like, it's dark, dark. I don't, it is dark 30 at night, and I need you <laughs> to not do that. Especially hey. to the one guy who always comes into my neighborhood at 11.30 at night. Bro, yeah. stop it. You are so, it turns my entire room bright. Yeah. I'm trying to sleep. I will murder you. Hey, also, Painter, hmm? when did we turn 80? <laughs> Uh, I turned 80 about <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah. Um. It feels like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Just, Insert yeah. that, that meme of old man yelling at the sky. Oh, That's yeah. me. Old, old man yelling at the window. Oh, yeah. When, Oh, no, uh, definitely. Dude mm-hmm. comes by with his bright ass lights waking me up. Yeah. So, do you want to hear about Asshole. some, some weird sticks? In hockey, in history, so it's time for Smitty's hockey history corner class. Class is in session. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> All right. So um, ding, 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 is, ding 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 <laughs> So this comes from Bar Down. Um, we love Bar Down. Um, thank you for the hard work that you do with uh, making things for fans that also like weird things. Yes, um, we love that. We appreciate it. So. And these are just basically lists of, like, weird sticks that hockey has seen, the NHL has seen in particular, through the years. Um, some you might remember, Hayner. I don't know if everyone here would remember it, because I can't guarantee <laughs> that people are our age. Uh, but, you know. So, we have uh, the TPS rubber. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Sorry, had a fight with my roommate. Um, so it says here, anyone who either used this one or played with a teammate who owned it can probably recall the unfathomable flex on it. <laughs> yeah. You could basically bend this puppy to the floor without it even cracking in the slightest down the middle. So why, why would you want a stick like this, Painter? Uh, probably because you can't afford to get another one. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, <laughs> So, obviously, you wouldn't get a very good slap shot on it, right? Yeah. No. But for sure. apparently, you could get a real good wrist shot. Oh, I bet, because the flex is insane. Right. So that's really what, like, a wrist shot is. It's just knowing the flex of your... Are I'm you not gonna really get retweeting any... things right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm in the middle of class. And you have your phone out. <laughs> I, um, my, <laughs> my mom says I have to keep my phone with me. You have a doctor's note? <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. All right. So, yeah. So, there's the rubber. Obviously, that wouldn't do well in the NHL where the slap shot, these men tend to like a good slap shot. So, they do, and it's also one of my favorite, like, things. Right, yes. We, we, we love a good slap shot. It's just, you know, you can tell there's something about 
you know, that, that boyish glee of just slapping one. <laughs> just slap. You can literally, like, Slapping feel... one from the red, like, the blue line, just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can, like, feel that boyish glee, just like, oh, I did that, you know? Um, whereas, Especially if it goes in. Yeah, but, like, you know, a wrist shot, you're like, that's a good shot, but yeah. it's, you know, it's a wrist shot. So, anyway, we also had the, do you remember this, the Reebok O-Stick? I remember this stick. Yep. Okay, do you know why there were holes? So there were, this stick had holes, basically, like, down, down the shaft. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember why? I have no idea. Okay, so apparently it increased stick speed and lowered the kick point while stabilizing the shaft at the same time. And I, my favorite thing is in parentheses, in parentheses, this writer wrote, so the stick was tougher with holes in it. <laughs> and I would like to really point out from an aero, I don't know a lot about aerodynamics, but the idea of having a faster stick when it has holes in it does not make sense to me. No, that does not make sense. I feel like the resistance would be upped. Right. Yeah. Because so, of the There's holes. so much more surface. Yeah. Reebok. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, Pavel Datsuk, Datsuk, I can always, I can never get his name right, rocked one in his day. So. He would. Yeah. I don't know why it, it feels like he would, but he would. Yeah, and I remember, like, I, if someone asked me, like, just, like, what kind of, what kind of stick did Pavel Datsuk have, I wouldn't remember. But if someone put, like, Pavel Datsuk in, like, O, o stick, I would remember that he had this. Um, yeah. It's just, it's one of those, like, I remember being, people being like, what? I, when I was young, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, was like, new. a stick with holes? It was, that's, yeah. That's it, fun. It felt like a new innovation. Yeah. Right? But really, it, 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 it wasn't. Um, it, it was, was bad. It, it was around for a little bit, and but really only one NHL player used it, and then it stopped. Um, next, we have Easton Aluminum. Oh. Now, um, do you know the most famous aluminum stick user? I Crazy. feel like it's it's got to be Gretzky. It is. <laughs> for, a, for a portion of his career, he did use that. Um, and do you... So, honestly, this, this little article that has nothing about, like, why they would use it, I'm guessing because it's a little... It's probably a... A little bit you have it's more it's more sturdy definitely but it's a little heavier so you can really get it sounds like a cross-checking machine that's exactly what this article said is like could you imagine getting cross-checked by one because Ow. right because it's aluminum um and they had zero flex so <laughs> right because they well, they're made out of aluminum so like it doesn't flex it, yeah, so, and the fact that Gretzky, uh, so Gretzky, I guess, used this when he was in the King, was he, he was on the Kings, at least the picture uh, makes me assume that. Uh. Um, so, but, so this was, you know, post-Oilers insanity, but still, like, the fact that Gretzky was able to play well <laughs> with uh, a stick that doesn't bend... Well, it's Gretzky. I mean, Man yeah, you know, I know, whatever. but you know, but still, like the fact that he was able to maintain some 
momentum because i know like if you gave me like a stick like that uh, imagining now with the sticks that bend pretty easily but you know they don't necessarily break um like the shots that people get now and yeah i just imagining gretzky with one of those sticks is ouchy yeah yeah so and not say it was by the way no definitely not (laughs) uh christian curtis curve goalie sticks no. <laughs> so this was another one that didn't stick around for too long. Um, <laughs> it didn't stick around. <laughs> no, it didn't stick. Yeah, it didn't stick around for too long. Um, but it does. There, this goalie stick had a curve slightly in it that would that was to help grip, basically. Um, and. <laughs> the author said it's this type of vintage gear that needs to make an eventual return to the league whether it's within the rules or not with like four or five exclamation points like, like okay i mean that sounds like somebody who has a goalie on his team that oh. can't keep his stick like oh, in yeah. his hand definitely right yeah uh, same yeah. <laughs> i mean the fact that they are able to keep them yeah that's a, that's it's an impressive feat being able to do anything as a goalie but you know, they're holding on to so many things. Um, so, Elevate Hockey XL27. Well, I don't like the name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll let them know. Um, so, what do you... Yeah, the problem is that this one doesn't really have, like, a, a hint of, like, what it does. So, this one actually bends slightly down the middle. And this is a regular player, like not non-goalie hockey stick. That feels illegal, probably. Um, <laughs> so the purpose of it is to improve release, accuracy, and firing a harder shot, um, which some players don't need, especially in today's game. Stop yeah. shooting pucks <laughs> that are over 100 miles per hour. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you know it. it well, if they want to try it out on an outdoor rink, which, sure, you do that. Um, but it definitely is, it's an interesting idea, and I can kind of see, because if you've ever held a hockey stick, it does kind of feel weird at times that, like, you feel like your body wants to bend a little bit more in one area. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what the stick does. It allows your body a little bit less, you know, stiff. You know, like, your arms aren't as stiff. They're, they can bend more naturally. But, yeah, it's definitely... It's most... I would assume, based on the stick rules that we have in Rule 10, it's probably... It's not illegal. It's not legal. Sorry. It is illegal. Oh, not Yeah. Definitely yeah. not legal. But, yeah. um... I still find that very interesting. I still don't like the name. Yeah. For some reason. They, it gives me the ick. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's, it's very much an Axe body spray name. Yes, that's what that's what it is. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's an it's axe a, body spray yep, name. It's the straight white men just throw letters into things and it'll work out. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Just give it a name. Like, I, I can mean, buy into the science, I guess, behind yeah. it, but like but we the name. From, we went from Christian Curtis Curve Goalie Sticks to Elevate Hockey XL27. Yeah. Like, be more creative honestly be more fun yep and at one point hockey needs to be more fun (laughs) yeah well you know and at one point uh there were offset blades 
So like the blades would be off center from like no. the no. Yep. Well, and I will say so there is a uh, a type of skate that is so obviously you have hockey skates, you have figure skating skates. There's a, a different type of skate that's actually the blades are offset on the foot and it's speed track speed track skates because they bend like the they lean over so far they need that extra mm. space so their like boot doesn't touch the ice so it happens with skates but, yeah but like yeah I, that feels weird yeah i don't yeah it, it definitely would take i mean hockey already takes a lot of hand-eye coordination but having, you know, the blade even slightly offset is another, like, coordination that you would have to learn, basically. Yeah. So I feel like you'd get used to it eventually, yeah. but it would definitely take a while, especially if you've been playing for a while. Yeah. With a quote-unquote regular stick, and then somebody handed you an offset stick, and you'd be like, what the, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. But Get this away from me. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, it's definitely one that you would probably want to grow up, or at least develop playing with. But at the same time, you can't borrow anyone. Like unless everyone is using it, you can't borrow anyone else's. Or if you do borrow somebody else's, you might as well just give it back to them because you're mm-hmm. not gonna be as effective. Yeah. That's the thing for me. I do appreciate these days that like at least the bulk of the stick, for the most part, is mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Because, like, for kids who may have an extra stick and can give it to their buddy, like, their buddy's not going to be, like, too offset because of it if they have, like, somebody else's stick. Like, yeah, the flex is going to be different and the curve's going to be different, but at the very least, like, they got something that sort of feels similar-ish mm-hmm. in their hands, and that's nice. Yeah. So. But, yeah, those are some weird sticks slash blades at the very end um that bar down put together for us so thank you bar down um and it doesn't give me an author except for bar down staff so thank you bar down staff staff. (laughs) follow us on twitter (laughs) yep so the new hockey fan question yeah we have um the weirdest thing you've ever witnessed at a hockey Uh, game could be on on ice yep on ice during the game, not during, like, intermission. I mean, sure. Whatever you want it to be. Okay. I guess, yeah. Well, I think... I'll, you go first. <laughs> okay. Um, this isn't necessarily weird for... If you've gone to a lot of um, smaller league games, or even, like, college games, this isn't a weird thing. But seeing it for the first time was very weird. Um, and it's Chuck-a-Puck. So, have you seen a Chuck-a-Puck? I don't know what that is. Okay. so I, I feel went, like I know what it is, but yeah. I have no idea what it is. So I went to an ECHL game, mm-hmm. and with a friend, it was my first time going to an ECHL game. I've been to NHL games. I've seen, like, um, I even saw, like, independent league games. This was the first time I saw this happen. And during the intermission, during the intermission, if you've never been to a hockey game, they do have entertainment 
for fans because there's you know 15 minutes of nothing um Mm -hmm. and these people so some of the staff pulled started pulling stuff out onto the ice i was like well that's interesting um and then a couple of cars came out onto the ice um which is again very interesting cars not zambonis cars just, just yeah. to make sure this is clear for everyone, these were regular cars <laughs> that were just driven out onto the ice. <laughs> okay. And then the announcer came on and was like, if you bought a puck for Chuck-a-Puck, get ready. And I was like, what? And then within 30 seconds, like there, there was an explanation that happened on the PA system, and I was still trying to figure out what the heck these cars were doing on the ice. Um, with... Suddenly, people were throwing throwing pucks onto the ice and trying to get, like, different things. And the cars were prizes that were, like, if you got it in a certain place, then you would get the cars. And there were a couple of other prizes. But I watched it happen, and I had a panic attack. Because <laughs> those cars were, like, nice new cars. And... I know, like, theoret- like in my head, I knew that those pucks aren't, like, the hard hockey pucks, right? They're, yeah. like, they're, they're made of something that's sturdy enough that you can throw it, but yeah. it's not gonna, gonna it's not, it's not gonna actually card. damage something. But there were people on the ice, too. So the whole time I'm thinking, there are kids and drunk people everywhere. They are aiming for the people and the cars, even if they weren't supposed to. <laughs> that's what they were doing. So there's an image that's burned into my head of basically seeing pucks in the air like they were arrows shot from pro archers. <laughs> and it and was just like, raining down. It really was. It's like, like that two, scene from 300. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it like two minutes of just, and they just kept coming. And I was like... <laughs> It's got to stop at some point. <laughs> like, and I was with a friend who I, I think she had seen it before, but was just like the same thing. It was like, this was like the second intermission. So this was like, people had been drinking by this point. Like, this is not smart. Like, people are throwing things. They're going to hit people because they're not going to be able to make it over the nets. Like, they're going to... It, it was just all all around, I was like, this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> so that was the weirdest thing I've seen on ice. It wasn't during a game, but it was on ice. It was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes of absolute terror. <laughs> what about you? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know if I can top that. Um, <laughs> the weird stuff at my arena that happens is like in the stands and off ice usually but I do remember there mm. was this one time this was a long time ago um, I'm gonna show my age a little bit but it's okay it was a long time ago and uh, one of the games that they played at intermission mm-hmm. was um, you basically had to like spin around and then try and, like, grab something. And then I think you had to, like, dance or something to that effect. But your whole goal was to do it before the other person. hmm But <laughs> the mascot. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> I don't know how this happened. This was back when mascots also, like, actually wore skates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, mascots are involved in intermission games. Yeah. And it... Don't worry, it ends up really nice, I promise. Okay. And <laughs> this mascot was just going around, having a good old time, cheering. And then he, the mascot ran into uh, one of the one of the people. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out that the person was, like, a figure skater. So they just started figure skating in the middle of the uh, ice. And we all thought it was planned. Uh-huh. And then at the end, she was like, no... I had no idea what was happening. I still had my blindfold on. <gasps> so she was just like, like she was just like, ah, screaming the whole time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she was having a great old time, just figure skating. Nope. Oh, <laughs> but then no. she, But then her blindfold came off and she realized it was stormy and then they did like a flip. It was cool, but it was also very strange. Oof. That's not, yeah, that's not, oof, that sounds stressful. <laughs> yeah. I was distressed. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, oh gosh. (laughs) But it was very strange. There's probably other ones that I can think of. Right, For, like, AHL games that I've been to, but, like, I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah. And hockey is just weird. It is, it's always, it's, there's always something that's going on that's weird. Like, if you're not, if you don't, obviously, if you follow the puck, you get to see the game. But if you're yeah. not, and you're looking at other places, like, weird shit is always happening. Weird shit's always happening. There's always some guy in, like, one of those blow-up suits that's just, like, vibing. And then there's always somebody in, like, a green screen costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's always and, something. like, somebody's got, like, a marshmallow, like, or like a that DJ was what was his name like marshmallow I don't know that one mm-hmm. DJ dude who like wears a box over his head. There's always somebody that looks like that. Like there's always just something going on. Yeah, yeah. And it, then it, there's and, the game. Yeah, right. The, like the, and to be fair, I mean, most of the time you like most people are paying attention to the game. However, I will say some of my favorite stories from people have like when they've gone to hockey games has always been like what's happened around them. Yes. So, like, the, you know, the dramas that, you know, because you're all packed in there together, typically. Like, you overhear things. You see things. Oh, God, yeah. You're like, you're like, oh, I just witnessed something. That's why I had to specify if you meant on ice or, like, in the stands. Because I've seen some wild shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, there was also one time that a player got the puck stuck between his skate. That was pretty weird. That is weird. That That would be really confusing as, like, an audience member because you really can't see. Yeah, we had no idea. Like, we were all just like, move the puck! We were all screaming. Why is everyone stopping and, like, looking very confused? (laughs) (laughs) And and Homeboy's just, like, on the ice just looking at his skate like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Something is different. (laughs) Yeah, it got got stuck between his blade. It was like, what what is happening? That should physically not be possible. Right. No, but you, it happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah. The puck. The puck gets some. Gets into some weird places. It You're really just like, does. how does? Yeah. And you know, it's a one in a gazillion chance, but it happens that one time. Yeah. So, yeah. But so that's that's the the weirdest thing I've ever witnessed at a hockey game. Um, now we have our dumb take of the week, and I think it's just one again agreeing, um, and we're gonna bring it kind of full circle here. 
talk yes. um, a little bit more about the Bruce We Cassidy. love a full circle moment. We do. Um, as I've, uh, yeah, like I love in school, I loved like starting essays and then <laughs> like ending it, bringing such it back. You're a fucking nerd. I know. But it was my favorite thing. Um. <laughs> I mean, same. But like, uh, you're such a fucking nerd. <laughs> I am, yeah. So, uh, so we're going to bring it full circle here. And talk about some Bruce Cassidy stuff. So, uh, what, immediately, we were all confused. What happened? Why? Yeah. We asked a lot of questions. And then, more things, more information started coming out. And it wasn't the information that we necessarily wanted, but it was st- information that we needed. Um, because it really shows how sudden <laughs> of a decision this was. Because, you know, at first, I think, at least I was kind of like, maybe... They weren't in the. They were in the process of trying to figure things out, and you know, because they, they had exit interviews. We all know mm-hmm. about exit interviews at the very end of the season. They already had those, so maybe they were during those. They were trying to figure stuff out, so mm-hmm. he didn't know, and that was the only way they could fire him. Then, uh, no. So the during the exit interview first during the exit interview they told him essentially that everything was fine, um, and obviously like coaches similar to players know that it's a business so things could happen in the off season, but mm-hmm. as Bruce Cassidy put it, there's like a status quo, you know, um, you kind of get told things beforehand, you know, um, or. You know, there's signs, but he was told that, no, they're going to keep the status quo. They're going to follow everything that's normally happened. Everything is fine. You know, we're still considering re-signing. You know, your deal's out next year. We're going to keep it going, as it were. Yeah. That was during his exit interview. And then he was fired (laughs) a few weeks later. Um, Like, no one was more surprised that he got fired than Bruce Cassidy himself. Um, But the most painful thing you already told him that you wouldn't fire him and then but for but to go to his house yeah tell him that he's fired at his house that really it 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 makes and this sounds ridiculous i'm sure to people who are mentally healthy congratulations (laughs) if this is you but you just yeah congratulations you just made hit that man's house unsafe for him. Yeah. Like, I could not He's going to have to move. Yeah. That's yeah. not me Honestly, being sarcastic. No. That's, he's going to have to move. If my, if my boss wanted to come over and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, come over. We'll have, we'll have, you know, we'll, we'll talk about things. We'll have a drink, we'll whatever. Eat some tacos. Right. Be like, yeah, sure. And then if he fired me at my home, be like, well... I'm moving, mm-hmm. and I hate you, because, mm-hmm. like, what? This is that's, not, that's not the arena to do that in. No. It sounds like, or rather, it feels like somebody read one of those pompous manager, like, how to be a oh, good manager yeah, books. Yeah, 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 yeah. That said, like, make it personal, and took it to literal, mm-hmm. of going into, like, personal spaces and yet making it in that environment as if that's going to make it nicer mm-hmm. 
And also, just because they say that at your house is a good place to, like, break up with somebody, that it's not the same when you're firing somebody. That's yeah. not the same. Uh, also, stop reading manager self-help books. <laughs> Seriously, don't do it. <laughs> I Employees are begging their employers, don't do it. Yeah, don't read manager self-help books because it comes across as disingenuous at best and at worst you fire somebody in their own home. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, where their where their where their where their spouse or their partner is, I would just cry. On yeah, I'm like I straight up would cry on cue. I, I mean, would just like do ugly gross sobbing. And yeah, not only like I would I would cry if I was fired anyway. Just because yeah. that's not me as a person. I don't get fired. Um, <laughs> don't get fired. But <laughs> oh, get the fired. Idea, I get hired, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Um, well, and uh, Painter did get hired. Hey, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm very excited about it. Yes, I, I'm very excited for you. Get in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nerd. Um, but... I, it's one thing to be like come into the office and like we'll sit down we'll have a conversation and you kind of that's the more that's the professional way to do things because mm. you sort of like you it's in the office so it's a professional setting you know yeah. like even if like I'm I consider myself friends with my boss you know we would still have professional conversations in the office um, if but my house is my safe space. I yeah. can do whatever the fuck I want in my house. Yeah. So if someone comes into my house, it's just impolite on the most, <laughs> on the worst level, to be honest. Like, I mean, you know, we have all these rules about, like, you know, the, you know, bring bring a gift, you it's know, the first time impolite. you go. Well, it is. I mean, imagine, I, I'm thinking about my mom, who we, you know, we talked about drilled into me bring something for the host right when you go over to their house yeah one arm should always be longer than the other interesting i haven't heard that phrase but i like well (laughs) so it's a very regional thing (laughs) but but so i can't imagine doing that or like where was the lesson about, like, don't fire people at their house? Like, I feel like... Zeus an- would be angry with you. Yeah. I f- yeah. I mean, yeah, I know, <laughs> I, know Greek, I know Greek traditions. Like, you're supposed to treat a guest like they're family. Yep. Even, even if it's just for a night, they're family. Yep. But, you know, it's... it's but in return, in, the guest also has to treat you with respect. Yeah. In, in no culture is that okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the... Even... Even if you work from home, do a Zoom call. Right. Because even that is separate from a house. A Zoom call, an email. Yeah. Like, would you, uh, honestly, would you rather get an email firing you or them come to your house and fire you in person? Personally, okay, I would rather get an email firing mm-hmm. me than them coming to my house. Because an email, I can just, like have my, like, little mental breakdown mm-hmm. um, yeah. in private, in the safe space of my house, and then drive up to my workplace and lose my <laughs> shit. Yeah. But 
if if they if they do it at my house, I can't have my little breakdown in private. I'm just going to start ugly sobbing, like, with snot out my nose and everything. Right. And then I'm going to, like, fall to the ground mm-hmm. and just, like, do big boo-hoo sobs like I'm Romeo from Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And like, then they're just going to be like, this is awkward. I'm mm-hmm. going to go. And then 20 minutes later, I'm going to, like, speed to the office with a baseball bat. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> even accounting for all of the all of the players in this situation being white men, I cannot mm-hmm. imagine having the audacity to go to someone's house. Like, it's not even, you didn't even ask them to come to your house. Like, you went to right. their house. You went to their house. Their safe harbor, their place where they sleep at night. And now, it's tainted. <laughs> <laughs> it's tainted. Well, it is. So, like, what? Why? why do that? That's probably the dumbest take you could have is that that's okay. Do yeah. not ever do that to anyone. I don't care. It just it's just so disrespectful and impolite. It's extremely disrespectful. And and I hate it. And it and it also from a, a completely different perspective, it also does make it feel even more rushed. Like you were yeah. literally just like driving by and you're like, Oh, I got that on my to do list, so let's just Let me just, you know do that. Pop you know? in real quick. Right. Yeah. I'm like, did you just we were driving, shaking bacon. Were you just driving by your house and you decided to fire a man on a whim? Cause that could be a possibility at this point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that's the dumb the collective dumb take of the week. Um if we hate to see it. We do. Um don't be impo- don't be impolite. Don't fire people at their houses. Um, always bring something with you to someone's house as a gift for the host. Doesn't have to be anything big. I've made cookies countless times. Um, and if you have an eviler twin, yeah, <laughs> murder them. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Murder them. Well, you know, I don't. I don't want that to come back to us. There's a lot of true crime podcasts out there. We don't want to be on. We don't want to be the podcast on a true crime podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. But, yep. Yeah, so, uh, we have our blog, rookielap.wordpress.com, so you can find all of these sources, um, except for the Avs touching the trophy. Please just, you can find that picture everywhere. You probably saw it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even you if probably you did. Even if you didn't realize that there was something weird going on in that picture um, for hockey, you saw the picture. <laughs> Because it's the picture, it's the official picture that they used for their, like, we won the West or whatever. Because, uh, of course, they did. Of course, yeah. So we have, we have the blog, we have, uh, blog, we have the, <laughs> shut up. We have our Twitter, rookie, at Rookie Lap. We have the Instagram, it's at the same thing. And eventually there will be things on the Instagram. Uh, I have 20 Instagram accounts. Um, yeah. So, but Painter I often, don't. Pa- yeah, Painter does a lot. There's a lot more on Twitter. Um, yeah. Obviously. Uh, I have a good time. Well, yeah, they're retweeting things during our recording. Um, so, <laughs> but that's okay. that's okay. I'm just teasing. So, but I we also have a Google form where you can talk to us, ask questions. Uh, no question is a dumb question. Um, both of us are former educators. So, believe me. There are no dumb questions. Uh, 
So ask away. You can also tell us what you think about any of these stories or what we got wrong. Um, you can sure, certainly tell us that we mispronounce names, but that's not going to help, to be honest. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, apologi- apologies to anyone that we mispronounce names for. We try, but we are old. And our tongues go in one direction at this point. <laughs> and it's yeah. English. <laughs> so. Yeah, it ain't great. Yeah. Uh. So I uh, hope you have a good couple of weeks and all of your teams win, except for the games that they play against mine. Stay safe out there, y'all. <laughs>